I have a confession. Here we go. I saw a headline Sunday night and it said, commanders take cold showers after game. And I immediately thought, how can they be horny at a time like this? Wait, hold on. Maybe this, maybe, maybe this speaks to my adolescent brain, but where's that connection? Wait, you've never heard like, if you're horny, well, Genuine said if you're horny, jump on it. Correct. Ride it, my pony. But yeah. typically everyone knows that you can quell any excitement with a cold shower. You've you never heard this. Kind of, in, kind of in a situation why I'm asking myself, why would I want to quell that? <laughs> like, what the hell? Wait, as we say, welcome to the L. Duncan show with Gary Streisky, who just continues to surprise me. I've known you for a decade, Gary, and I am shocked at your naivete when it comes to really common turn of phrases. Hit the shot. You've never heard like take a cold shower. I have to hold. I've. Been told, in reference to being, I've heard take a cold shower, but it's not been added upon or it, it prefaced take a cold shower. Gary, you're I know where the internet, are you nervous to even, say the word? Yeah, you want to say it? Is there, yeah, that's a listen. great question. Is there a over under on how many times we're allowed to say horny on an ESPN show? Well, you're gonna hit the over, and I'm certainly gonna hit the under, well, <laughs> but I'm not gonna hit the cold shower. ESPN bet, <laughs> yeah, bet the face of ESPN bet marketing. This is shocking. What? I'm I'm shocked, Gary. That I, I've never heard that. Hit the shower, like take of a course, cold shower yeah, yeah, means shower. like, yeah, no, but take a cold shower has been used to it. This was all to say where my mind immediately went, my sophomoric mind. And I thought, Gary can relate to me. When I thought of that instantly and then realized oh. what happened was just that FedEx Field is a piece Correct. of shit. Yeah, I heard. Uh, that they I They had no hot water. That I know. And so what was already an abysmal, horrific day. Yeah. I think Ron Rivera said, this is a low point in this franchise. And then they had to take cold showers. And I was just referring to my brain immediately going oh. towards something very immature and sophomoric. Oh. And then you didn't even understand that reference. Wow, Gary. So that's either an incredible flex that he's never had to hit the shower to cool down. Uh -huh. or, or I've just lived in a bubble. I've, I'm a sheltered 36-year-old. That too. I mean, I was going to say virgin, but bubble. <laughs> Confirmed not. <laughs> I am feeling excited. I'm feeling... Hey, you better hit a cold shower okay, then. Okay, that's... <laughs> I'm feeling excited in a sports way. Okay, gotcha. I mean, Gary, listen. Talk to me. Everybody knows that for me, being an Atlanta sports fan, mm -hmm. family from Denver, so yep. also adopted the Broncos since birth, it was many years of just sad times for me. And, and I've talked about it ad nauseum, just what it's been like to be a super winner, super champion, two-time national champion with George and then, of course, the Braves as well. Soon to be three-time. I'm heavy on that. People have been coming for my Bulldogs, and I'm watching that game, Tennessee, on Saturday. They score on the first play of the game Come because on. that's just how Georgia is. You know, They're like, I like to play with my food. Yep. I want the mouse... To scratch me a little before I wake sure, up. Sure, yeah. They're so hyped up. Dolly Parton is escorted out by Peyton Manning in the most Tennessee-ass <laughs> moment of all time. That was and super Tennessee. And she leaves the crowd in rocket top. Yeah. You think she sleeps on her back? The only option. <laughs> Stop thinking about that and take a cold shower. <laughs> and 
everything is just setting up for this huge Tennessee moment. Another yeah. Alabama last year where they're going to rip down the goalposts and throw them into the Tennessee River and then Georgia not happening. Molly not happening. And then the one team that has been giving me so much pain over the course of the last four to five years, the Broncos. Hey. They've been my Voldemort, Gary. I have to just sort of, because you remember when my fandom was at its peak. Yes. We were living in Boston. Yes. I was in enemy territory. Super the Patriots. 50. I mean, you They were always you coming for me. Couldn't tell you nothing. And I, that was my zenith of sports yes, you fandom. Were, you were there. A couple AFC title games, knocking off the Patriots. Exercise demons. It felt yeah. great. But they have, of course, hit the bottom of late. And so they've just sort of been Voldemort to me. Yeah. I just, he who shall not be named. Like, yep. I just don't mention their name. Well, you said them like 10 times. But now? Yo, the Broncos ripping off four straight? Hello. Come on. Longest active win streak in the NFL. Thanks NBD. to the Jags losing last week. Yeah. And also thanks to the defense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, a, that's what they got. Yeah. They spoiled Josh Dobbs, mm -hmm. who, by the way, replaced Taylor Swift as the header to the NFL Twitter account. Really? Their bio said in Dobbs we trust. The pastronaut? They were all in on the pastronaut. Y'all better not cut him again because he's playing too well. He's won too many football games to just be passed around. Yeah. All right? Yeah. I mean, he is the pastronaut, so kind of, kind of asked for it. And um, I'm feeling pretty good, although you I'm should. still feeling very torn. Three turnovers. We still only win by one against a backup. Um, but from where the Broncos started, and especially in that division, I think preseason – predictions had them and the Raiders are in that division and preseason predictions are like yeah the Broncos Broncos don't have yeah a they're shot. trash the Broncos don't have a chance but they've ripped off four straight and you take a look back at the four wins that they've had they've put together some good ball games against the Chiefs how do they beat the Chiefs yeah. but again Who throw, knew? throw out everything when you play a divisional uh, opponent and then they beat the Bills of course you take care of the Vikings well they beat the Packers are, in between there no way I know you didn't throw that one in there but I wanted to. I just wanted to mention the good teams. Yeah. <laughs> I just was trying to help. Gloss over. I was kind of just trying to help you out sure. right there, El. Sure. Um, now they're playing five hundred ball. Yeah. Do you think that? I mean, not playing five hundred ball. They've won four straight, but they are five hundred. Yeah. You're not thinking. You're not thinking like. What playoffs? No. Oh, okay. I mean, I'm just, listen. Well, I mean, you were start. You were riding high on sort of that um, build up there. Gary, my expectations have completely changed. Yes. I'm not looking for a play. Can we just get a winning season? I'll start there. Yeah. I'll start with a winning season, friends. Okay. That would be a great start. Haven't had one. Nine and eight's going to be tough. Take a look at the rest of their schedule. The Browns. That's a dub. That's winnable. That's a dub. Even though, hey, watch out. Joe Flacco just signed. The Texans is a loss. CJ Stroud playing not He's like playing the rookie really of the year. He's, He's playing, playing like the MVP. Yeah, he is. I love his attitude to his moxie. He's like, yeah. I don't care if I keep throwing interceptions. He said, Steph Curry just keeps shooting, doesn't he? Yeah. Different sport. That's fine. I love it, though. When Steph misses, it doesn't same, go to the other team. That's fine. <laughs> well, if they get the rebound. F fair, but you expect it's that. It's a loose connection. Mm -hmm. Then they face the Chargers. Winnable. Lions, that's probably a loss. Patriots, super dub. Oh, gosh. Chargers again, that's winnable. And then the Raiders, very winnable. This team might win the division. <laughs> they might go to the Super Bowl. Okay, we're not yeah. going to actually spend any more time talking about the Broncos. Sure. I was letting you have your moment. It's, your name's on the graphic. Exactly. Hey, by the way, because uh, everybody knows the Atlanta and the Denver connections, was your life at just like Nirvana when it was Super Bowl 36? 
Patriots, or excuse me, uh, Broncos, Falcons, the Dirty Bird. No, because LA I'm not a Falcons fan. No, but what I'm saying though is like- It was my two you, worlds collided. Your two worlds colliding and yeah. obviously your team won, won, but you still have to pull for your hometown in a particular kind of way. Do you? Yeah. I'm not a turncoat. That's interesting that you would say that considering yeah, you you're a what? Patriots fan uh, and you don't cheer for your hometown I just, Broncos. I just, yeah, Isn't no. that interesting how you just said that and showed your hypocrisy well, in front of everyone? Yeah, well, it's a it's a moving scale with me. And I think you know the origin story with why the nail was firmly put into the coffin with the Broncos when mm -hmm. I got my first TV job and I applied for a media credential working for the CBS affiliate. And he, I'm not going to name his name because yeah. he still works there. But he basically like wrote me an email and was like, no. Yeah. What? You can't. Turn me down from a credential. I work at CBS. I work an hour north of Denver. Why are you turning me down for a credential? Yeah, I was I was red hot. So that was uh, that was the that was the nail in the coffin yeah. for me. Journo problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like what the hell? I want my credential. I could have probably filed some kind of complaint with the which one's the which one's the media FCC. Oh, FAA. No, aviation. did you just say the FAA? Yeah, no, the aviation has nothing to do with that. Federal Aviation Administration has nothing to do Just with- keep throwing letters out, Gary. You'll get there eventually. I think it's the FCC. It's for sure the FBI. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I should have hit up the CIA. It's like, are they profiling me? Why can't I get in the stadium? Is it because I'm half Polish? Robert Half Research indicates nine out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI- to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. I'm just going to, you know, we're going to we're going to go right to too long didn't watch. Okay. Because uh Did you look at mine? I didn't look at yours. Okay. But I'm going to have you start. This okay. of course, if you don't know, is uh one of the more polarizing things that we do here on the show. A lot really? of people have a lot of ideas about what this thing should be. Should it just be snatchy punchlines? Should it just should we expound? Should Why we can't play it be both? Who knows? We're just gonna say words yep. and hope that this time you like it. Are you ready? I'm ready. Here's a little look at the best highlights from week eleven of or the NFL. Low lights. Boom. The Jets lost thirty-two to six against the Bills. Zach Wilson was a woeful seven of fifteen for eighty-one yards, a touchdown, and a pick. He was pulled in the third quarter. He's non-committal on who will be under center is Coach Sala this Black Friday. Yo, Walmart, y'all got any deals on those quarterbacks? Because the Jets need one. Dude, Zach Wilson tripped over his own feet. Yeah, well, he was running backwards. Running onto the and? He was running. And listen, that turf, a turf monster yeah. has, has popped up and bit a lot of folk recently. His Jets team went 41 straight drives without a touchdown before finally hitting pay dirt. And I know we're all waiting for Aaron Rodgers to come back, but just humor me. I have an idea. 
while we're waiting, what if we relegate the Jets to MLS where you can win a lot of games scoring three points? Yeah, that's a good yeah. We just have to, we would have to call them goals. But other than that, I think that's really that's the only thing standing in our way. Why not? Yeah. And I loved the report last night that Aaron Rodgers plans to be back with the Jets come this Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And then there's no way he's coming back. They're a four-win team. Stop. There's there's no way he's coming back. No. But again, that was a sideline report, so I don't know how much. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Please don't. No. I'm kidding. That was the a, ire that of was a, every sideline I'm reporter. I'm kidding. That was a believable report. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. The Panthers lost to the Cowboys 33-10. Bryce Young threw a pick six. Maybe it won't be Alphaville's forever young in Carolina. Maybe it's just for now young. Or at least for the next four years. No fifth-year option. When's that rookie year up? The Seahawks were beating the Rams, and then Geno Smith gets hurt. Who replaces him? Drew Locke. The only thing that's a lock with him is that he's going to f*** it up. I watched this dude for way too long in Denver. He is Loki, the god of mischief. Only instead of trying to force Thor off the throne, this Loki forces throws downfield. He's the worst. But he can rub cheesy. Damn it, I was going to say that. I knew it. Yeah, but his sideline antics are fire. God. This guy, is he's a lyricist? The Broncos snap Minnesota's five-game heater. The Broncos have won four straight. They're five and five. Russell Wilson completed passes to seven different receivers, including two to Marvin Mims. Maybe, just maybe, this is why they're hot. I'm hot because I'm fly. You ain't because you not. This is why, this is why, this is why I'm hot. We're getting distracted. Yep. Keep going. Trevor Lawrence is the first Jags quarterback to run for two and pass for two scores in a game. We were jagging off last week when they lost. We're jagging on now after beating the Titans. But will we be jagging off again next week when they visit C.J. Stroud and the Texans? So I'm supposed to believe that someone who has now at least used the term Jagannath 20 times on this show has never heard take a cold shower. It's just kind of an ongoing bit that I have. It's going to gain traction soon. The Bears led the Lions by 12 with four minutes left in the game, and they lost. The Bears mascot currently looks like the one in the Revenant, right? Ferocious and intimidating. I'm pretty sure they should change it to the one that has a rainbow on its belly because that would be about the only reason to care, Bear. I used to watch Care Bears on the regular. It says a lot about you. What I love about this Lions story, we said this weeks ago, I think the Lions are America's team. Mm -hmm, They are. I want to do an experiment. Okay. I want to prove that if you don't know somebody or like somebody or care about somebody, the things that they say can be incredibly grating. And then once you get to know them, Mm -hmm. maybe they become endearing. Okay. When Dan Campbell, former Lion, who was there in the lean years, 2008, when they were 0-16, he was a tight end on that team. He has seen them at their lowest. Yeah, he sure has. He takes over, and he does this press conference that went viral at the time. And it was just, it was cringy. So when I first heard his speech, I thought it was cringy. In fact, I'm pretty sure I put him on taking the L because I was like, bruh, 
what are you talking about? Gosh, you do not want to be the main character in Taking the L. I was like, what in the world are you talking about, uh-huh, dude? Like, uh-huh. stop it. Uh-huh. I think that these guys just get so juiced up at the press conference. They don't know what to say. They just, it's a words. I just remember at the time being so annoyed by what he had to say. This is two years ago. Okay. Now, this is America's team. Now, he is a leader of men. Now, I love Dan Campbell. I've been loving Dan Campbell. So now I want to listen to that speech again. Yes. To see if it has changed my mind at all. Okay. About... Biting ankles yep. and kissing kneecaps or whatever he said. Okay, okay, let's play it. Okay. All right. And so this team's going to be built on, uh, we're going to kick you in the teeth. All right. And when you punch us back, we're going to smile at you. And when you knock us down, we're going to get up. And on the way up, we're going to bite a kneecap off. All right. And we're going to stand up. And then it's going to take two more shots to knock us down. All right. And on the way up, we're going to take your other kneecap. And we're going to get up and then it's going to take three shots to get us down. And when we do, we're going to take another hunk out of you before, before long, we're they going to be the last one standing. Can't okay. stand without kneecaps. He's got a point. Okay. Upon further review, it's still a little bit back <laughs> crazy and sort of the plot from the walking dead, uh-huh. but experiment. I'm with it. He's right. You ever been in a fight? Yes. I feel like I've been in one fight. I want to know undefeated. Um, I feel like, he was describing an actual fight as opposed to like winning all the time, like getting knocked down, having to get back up, but on your way up. You, so you've been in a fight where you on the way from getting knocked down, you bit a kneecap. <laughs> you were like, no, Let me no, get this no, kneecap. no. Again, undefeated, never lost. Then I'm you one, took two enough. shots but what and I'm then saying, you went for the other kneecap. He, what he's describing is like an actual fight, like getting knocked down and there's no rules in fights. All right. So you got to kick people in the teeth. We're yeah. not condoning this kind of information yeah. or this kind of technique. Yeah. But then when you come back up, you got to take advantage of low ground. Sure. So if you have to bite an Achilles, I mean, that's what took out Achilles. Rip the Achilles out, okay? Bite a kneecap. I've watched Hostel, and that's that that scene in my brain has never left. The Achilles scene, do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Exactly. How did we go from Dan Campbell at a press conference to now he's... Well, who is he in Hostel? Is well, he no, no, no? But no, I'm. Is he one of the creepy dudes that paid a bunch of money to like terrorize an American girl, Look, or is I'm he just, no, who's no, no, Dan no. Campbell in Hostel? I'm just saying he's describing a way to win a fight, which is you got to... I know it's all you about to, you. It, you have to lay someone down. It's all about on a table listen, and use a drill on them. In war, it's about high ground, but in a fight, it's about low man wins. Okay, and you can't get lower than an Achilles, L. And then subsequently, the kneecap is just a touch north of that. All I'm saying is two years ago, when I listened to this, I'm like, this guy is describing how to win an actual fight. I don't know. Like, would I want to get into a fight with Dan Campbell? No. Because like, generally you think of fighting and it's body shots and getting punched in the face. You don't even worry about below the waistline. This dude is saying that's the one thing he's worrying about. I don't know. I'm with him. I don't, don't, don't don't try to fight me the though. The rest in of public. the show could just be Gary trying to talk his way out through and around these parallels he's made that just don't make any they sense. They make perfect sense. They make perfect sense. Dan Campbell gives really big like linebacker energy. Tight yeah. end. He's a tight end. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. He, that guy just wants to do chest. Yeah. Day. He's um he kind of reminds me of PC Principal from South Park. You know, like just his overall look. Yeah, hey, hey, I'm saying upside down triangle. <laughs> Hell yeah. All I know is that this team is off to their best start since 1962. They're 8-2, and two. and Adam Schefter had a great tweet 
just so that we can remember that we are living in history as we're experiencing it. Yeah. This is the first time since 1969. Yep. Take a cold shower. The Lions and Browns each have won seven of their first 10 games. The last time it happened, the Jets were the defending Super Bowl champs. Bill Belichick was a senior. I mean, he kind of is still a senior. Mm-hmm. He was just a senior yeah, in high school. Yeah, different. And the Apollo 11 landed on the moon, allegedly. Or did it? Unreal. That's awesome. I love Bernie it. Bernie ain't walking through those doors. No. They don't need him to. No. Well, maybe the Browns do. Um, yeah, this is fantastic. Yeah. And I like it because he was counted out early. Okay. But it's effectively been a, a homegrown, built roster. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you traded for Jared, Jared Goff, Goff, but the position players that they've drafted and that they've cultivated, this is awesome. Yeah. This is exactly what we want to see. I want to see a Lions team on Thanksgiving that's good. That's good. Yeah. This is awesome. It's exciting. Primetime shine, baby. It's really good. It was it was it was thin times playing there in the Silver Dome. Yeah. I mean, obviously we got to watch like Herman Moore and Barry Sanders and stuff go off, but you knew ultimately at the end of 60 minutes they were going to lose. Yeah. They always looked like they had had the turkey before now, now the game. at the end of this 60 minutes you're like, "Holy smokes, the Lions are going to win the division. They're going to make some noise." America's team is back. I love it. Um while Dan Campbell is now um rectifying himself in my eyes with that press conference. There is someone that chose the sanctity of the pulpit yesterday of the press conference to absolutely lose it. Um, The Chargers, you talk about just wasting the best years of Justin Herbert's life. And Austin Eckler. And Austin Eckler and everyone else that's there. The other Bosa. They scored one touchdown on four red zone zone trips on Sunday. They had their opportunities. They had their chances playing the Packers. Keenan Allen dropped two passes in the red zone alone. It was not good. What what goes wrong with a team like that that has had such a high bar for such a long time, relatively speaking? Yeah. Like, they were supposed to be... Yeah. Not a Super Bowl contender, but a lot of people would say coaching. Yes. They thought they solved that problem last year by going and getting Kellen Moore from the Cowboys uh-huh. to fix their offensive issues. And now Brandon Staley, who is the head coach and calling the defensive plays now, is under fire. Seat been hot, seat getting hotter. And that was never more evident than yesterday when a reporter just Oof. asked him a reporter question. Yep. Yep. Hey, like, it's defensive play calling, man. It ain't great. And uh, what's what's up with that, dude? And Brandon Staley just lost it. You can stop asking that question, okay? I'm going to be calling the defenses, okay? So we're clear. So you don't have to ask that again. You don't have to ask that again. Everything was contentious. Every time someone asked him something, this wasn't on the defense. We dropped passes. He was throwing everybody under the bus. Mm. He threw Keenan Allen under the bus without saying his name. We dropped passes. We didn't do well. We gave up sacks. Everybody sucked except for the part that I call. And I'm going to continue doing it. And I just wonder, with both teams, yeah, because you look at the Rams too, man, and they ended up ultimately winning that game uh, on Sunday, but it feels like both Cali teams are just meh. Yeah. Right? We weren't anticipating that, and I'm going through sort of team stats where they sort of rank and they're mid-tier with everybody. I don't understand the testiness. It seems it seems like a valid question, L. They're four and six. I mean, division-wise, 
not great. They give up like the third most yards in the NFL. Yep, I mean, what, their defense is definitely a liability, even if they weren't yesterday, even if it was the drop passes. And Brandon Staley is just a guy who can tell that his seat is uncomfortably hot. What do you do? What do you do if you're him? You lose it. <laughs> On the other end is a guy who's feeling pretty good. I mean, his Giants team racing to the bottom of the yep. NFL standings. They don't have their quarterback. Mm -hmm. Everybody's banged up. There's zero expectations. They won yesterday, the Giants. Talking about Dayball? Yeah, yeah, by beating the Commanders. Yeah, I knew that. And Brian Dayball, the opposite of Brandon Staley. He's feeling good. He's feeling so good that he's out here handing out dad jokes. Someone asked him, about his star quarterback, Tommy DeVito. Yep, three touchdowns in like four pass attempts. Yeah, it's yeah. Great. Tommy DeVito of the L. Duncan Show fame. We yep. did highlight the fact he lives with mom and dad. Which is awesome, super jealous, not because he's yeah. an NFL quarterback, but sure. because he still gets home-cooked meals. Mm -hmm. He still his gets mom. his cutlets, he still gets his bed made, creepy. Brian Dable was asked, how much did you see Tommy DeVito grow in his second start? And this is what he said. How much do you think he grew today, in your opinion? Uh, I think he's the same height. I mean that, you know. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. That's not a bad one. No, I like that. I have a good dad joke for you. You ready? Tell me, yes. What does too short use to wash his clothes with? Bleach! <laughs> <laughs> it's not bad. <laughs> That's a legit chuckle. You like that? No, I like okay. that because you didn't even give me a chance to like answer. Yeah, no, I didn't want you to guess it. Okay, oh, I, it's not a dad joke. It's just a, it's just a joke. Okay. What's the most important thing about telling a joke? Timing. <laughs> it's no wonder the show's already won an Emmy. My kids are at that stage where they keep trying to remember jokes, but they can. They're horrible at it. But there's only there's one that they remember. Where does the sheep get its haircut? The bob shop. Yeah. <laughs> Hell, yeah. Hell yeah. That's cool. I was just using context clues with that one. Yeah, the bob you know, shop. Hey, you know what else your kids remember? Me. Yeah. When I pulled up uh, to meet Omar for the Hannah Storm event. Yeah. Even X were like Gary, dude, and I was like. Whoa, they want, remember me. You want to know something special? Yes. Today in the car, we were taking the kids to school and, uh, and I was just talking to Omar. I didn't even know that my kids could hear me uh -huh. telling them the guest list for Thanksgiving. Yep. And I said, Gary and Abby are coming. And Eva from the back goes, Gary's coming? And I said, yeah, he's coming, sweetie. And she goes, yay! Let's go! Let's go! She's hyped, dude. Yo, I'm hyped. She picked you out. I'm hyped that she's hyped. I'm hyped. A lot of expectations, though, when kids, like, when you're a favorite amongst kids. Yeah, you have to play with them the entire time. Yeah. yeah. Uncle Gary. Yep. Luckily, they don't use diapers anymore, so you're in the clear. No, okay, I'll be good. I'll be yeah. good. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Just don't be overconfident. Don't be overconfident like the Lakers fan who is storming the internet right now. Have you seen this? No. This is... Gosh, what have... I've missed everything. Yeah, well... Well, I've been in Vegas for a week, so yeah. I do have an excuse. It's a time succubus yes. in Vegas. Yes, And yeah. we're going to get into... I want to hear all about Vegas. Okay. My close personal friend, I, Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, okay, I saw we'll a picture of you showing Mark Wahlberg a watch. Yeah, I was yeah, like... Yeah, big watch, guys. Yeah. Both of us. Dif- different, different, different price categories, I would course, assume. that we shop in. I would but, assume, uh, yeah. he did have a $77 Timex watch on, so he's he's still the everyman oh, from yeah. Dorchester. I like he's that. He's still, like, the guy yeah. from Quincy. Yeah. Jenny from the block. Yeah. Um, there's a Lakers fan who is going to do the obligatory half court shot. Yes. I love these things at games. This guy in particular. Now, I understand some of you are watching this on YouTube. We love that. And many of you are listening because this is also a podcast. And so we understand we'll have to describe what's happening to you. But just hearing it. I think is really going to belabor the point here, which yes. is that irrational male confidence it exists in us all is well, maybe just in this guy. Enjoy. Okay, Anthony's getting ready. Anthony is about to take this shot. Anthony runs to take off. This is what he does. Anthony has torn his Achilles. Anthony's stumbling to the ground. He's also holding his back. Now his knee. Which one is it, Anthony? Is it your back or your knee? He is laying on the ground. Nah, he's lying. They're going to let him take a shot from the three-point. No, Anthony cannot even stand. He's capping. now being dragged. He's, he's serious. He's holding his ankle. Okay, let's give Anthony a pity applause, guys. Anthony has embarrassed himself. I think he tore his Achilles, friends. They're sort of clapping. Anthony's wincing. He's embarrassed. He looks... Like he's got the bubble guts. Wait, that actually happened? Real life. Okay, because I thought he was like showboating. Ha ha, he he. Now I'm going to pop up and hit the... I thought it was... Because, you know, in arena, stunts can go like that. Sure. Yeah, I hate to tell you guys, but um, the kiss cam, when the two girls go to kiss and then someone stands up right when they're about to lock lips, that's a stunt. Wait, what? <laughs> Hold on, my man needs the 55000 for medical bills now. <laughs> Wait. What's, what? the la- what's the last time that you were irrationally confident? Like you just Gosh. knew you could do something and you and you failed just like Anthony oh, and did. I, oh, and I failed. Okay, that, that opens things up. <laughs> okay, yeah, that, that opens up a lot. Um, I probably have one of those instances maybe in my everyday life. Okay. When I'm just like confident about something. Yeah. All right, and it just falls through. Yeah. Um, I mean, I can't pinpoint one right now. Oh, okay. But- So you just- Walk around so juiced up on Moxie and well, I don't confidence wa- I don't that you don't even ar- notice. Well, I don't walk around pessimistic. See, I walk around optimistic. Uh, so therein lies therein lies the issue. Yeah. Where if I'm optimistic, but I don't have expectations much for things, mm-hmm. which is kind of weird because yeah. I walk through life optimistically. This guy can't walk through life at all. Yeah. Anymore. He's gonna have to hobble. It's out there. I'm so glad that when I for about 10 to 15 minutes wanted to be a singer. 
that there wasn't real social media like that. Because... Wow, you got a really good voice. No, 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 no. no. Oh, stop. It, no, but, You're being humble. No, but listen. There's one thing to be like the queen of shower records, to uh -huh. sing at karaoke that's with your good. friends. Shower records, that's good. To hang out and sing at your house. I, when I was 19, wanted to be a singer. I wanted to be, so I had a record deal and I had a performance. I was gonna be performing at this club in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. I had two, three original songs I'd be performing that I wrote. What? We had choreographers. What were they called, the songs? Um, one was called You Gotta Go. Horrible. Really? One day, if you're lucky, I will sh play you a few of the songs here on the podcast. Yes. They are exactly what you would expect. They are bad. Now um, sort of you gotta go is what you tell your kids. You you gotta like, go. You gotta go potty. Sure, it's you changed. You gotta go. Yeah, it's <laughs> changed know. a lot, but yeah. <laughs> So I go to performance by big night, weeks of rehearsals, dancers, everything. It went so poorly. What? That my own family couldn't even lie to me. No. Like I was like, how'd they go? And they were like, you are brave. <laughs> Let me tell you for any aspiring singers out there, if after you perform, someone says you are brave, you suck. Okay, but hold on, time out. Was it was it an acoustic thing? Because you know, sometimes no, no, no. Those I was dancing. I was dancing oh. and performing. <laughs> You're just out of. Breath. I'm trying to. <laughs> You're just out of. <laughs> I don't think I ever really gotta, practiced singing gotta... <laughs> and dancing. And yes, and by the end, it was like, oh my god, I don't no. think I can. <laughs> you have a you have a limited amount of time where you ascend. Yeah. And then for a while, you hang out on top. You plateau yeah. a little bit, but you're doing your thing. And then eventually, what? Well, you're, you're gonna lose it some, you so, know? And that was the, okay, I'm just gonna stick to being in a garage band type situation? Well, yeah, that was when I realized right then, I don't have the skill, ability, want, any of those things to do this, confidence, and I was ruined for life. But the good thing is I narrowed in and decided to become um, a television broadcaster after that, and it's worked out okay. But if people had had access to social media now, I would have never been able to live that down. Or you could have gone super viral and that could have been your big break. Okay. Once I play these songs for you, you're going to see. Are we playing them right now? No. Okay. That's a tease. You just think I just have access to the songs I made when I well, was 19 years? Actually, it's on my phone. I was, it was, it's a playlist. It's probably part of your playlist. You're still on CDs. You just came back from Vegas. What a time. Yeah. Formula One. Give me the deets, dude. It was awesome. I was out there from Monday to Sunday. Of course, the race was 10 p.m. local time Saturday mm -hmm. night. It was a night race. And of course, you have to do a big like that with Vegas. The reason that F1 built a permanent paddock there was to have this race over the next 10 years. And the visuals were insane. If, if you had a chance to take a look at it, whether on the race broadcast or as they were trickling out over the week, the uh, the visuals are awesome. The aesthetic was cool. The locals were a little bit fired up because it did pose some traffic issues. But the race itself went off without a hitch, 83 takeovers, which is massive in a Formula One race. So there were 83 different changes of position between these races. There it is. I was like, and for those of, that are listening that don't know what that means, what my, is that, Gary? My F1 audience that's tuning in right now. Basically, it was an awesome race. Max Verstappen still won, but it was a close race. And obviously... It's Vegas. And so they did the race and they did everything, all the shoulder programming, like only Vegas can. So any A-lister that you can think of. Oh, yeah. They I saw Rihanna there. was there. Yep, I was Rocky. there. ASAP Rocky. Uh, what? <laughs> I'm sorry, what? <laughs> 
<laughs> so anyway, ASAP, yeah, ASAP Rocky was there. David Beckham was there. Tom Brady, LeBron, like all these. Travis Kelsey was supposed to be there, but the Chiefs were like, uh, you're on curfew. You have to come back because we have a game Monday night. Yeah. Tonight on ESPN's Family of Networks. But it was awesome. Mark Wahlberg was there. Got to play some golf with him. I was working. Did you drop a... I wondered when I saw the picture, did you drop a, a Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch reference? I didn't drop a Marky Mark. Good. I didn't do that. Because, you know, when you have FaceTime with these celebrities, uh -huh. you know, you don't want to... You, you want to play it cool. You don't want to come from a position of fanhood. And yeah. I'm going to tell you this. It might be a little, bit of a, a little bit of a humble brag, a little bit of a flex, a little bit of a pat on my back. But Mark, maybe... Mark Wahlberg might have sought me out from a crowd and was like... Wait, I'm sorry, what? Good to see you. He said, I, I watch you on Snapchat? Good to see you. I watch you because he's got the 4 a.m. workout club that he does West Coast, which is 7 o'clock East Coast time, Friday, Saturday, ah. Sunday. So we're on at the gym, at the oh, Wahlberg yeah. gym when he's getting in at 4 a.m. Plus, he's a big watch guy. And, of course, his Boston roots. And, you know, he's a big Red Sox fan. So he, he knows us from Nesson, nice. from our Boston days. So Mark brought it in. He was like, good to see you, bro. Everything good? I'm like, hell yeah, Mark. Yeah. Everything is good, man. Let me get this picture real quick. <laughs> it was cool. This is how I knew he was comfortable with me. Because, of course, the jump-off point was talking about watches and whatnot, which was cool. He had, again, $77 Timex. But I was like, what's next for you? He goes, oh, let me show you what I just ordered. Pulls out his phone. Passcode, doot, 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 right in front of me. I know Mark Wahlberg's passcode. It's, I'm not going to say it. And then he just opens up his album. And you know how it goes when you're around people and they open up their photo. At oh, least, I always look away. At least, like, me too. Me yeah, too. I'm like, I don't want to see. I automatically seem busy elsewhere. Yes. So he opens up his album and I'm like, look at the sphere. Whoa. The sphere is so cool. But he, but, but then he was like, yeah, look at this. And he just opens his and just starts scrolling, scrolling oh, yeah. through all his pictures. And I'm like, you want me to be looking? You know, he's like, yeah, look at this. Boom, boom. And then the scroll is one thing. And then he started going, poof, poof, swiping swiping so he didn't know what was next yeah he did he was confident He's, you know what that is that is a man confident. no that is a man who is married yep has been married for a long time yep. has a whole bunch of kids yep. ain't no nasty pictures in them phones whenever someone's like is it okay to swipe i'm like do you know my life <laughs> yes all you're gonna see is a bunch of baby pictures pictures of me taking like Pictures of like, we need Cheerios, so like sending <laughs> that to my husband. Here's a shopping There's list. nothing sexy in those phones at all. And oh. I love that about him. So I think the highlight of that whole interaction was like, getting to Mark, look through Mark, Mark Wahlberg's, Wahlberg's phone? phone album. So your best experience with Mark Wahlberg was being able to creep on all the pictures in his phone and you 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 didn't want to act like a fan? Well, because it's what it signifies, L. It's what it's, 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 uh, it's the representation of what that was, which is How like- How many mental pictures did you take? You're like, really, like your recall of all the pictures that were in his phone is well, like- Well, no, little... it's, it's just a broad net that I'm casting. What is with that face? I'm trying to share- Screenshots with his friends, a <laughs> couple of grocery lists. I saw a text from his agent. I saw I'm like- So that's the How stuff- How hard were you No, keeping? so that's the stuff that I thought was like, you know, he's a celebrity. People have probably tried to hack his phone all the time. Sure. The pictures are one thing. I just thought it was like, you know- movie stuff like stuff that he signs NDAs for that, yeah. that was going to be in the album and that's yeah. that was the privileged information that I was privy to so that was, was pretty cool that's El. awesome he he uh he he answered a FaceTime when he and I were talking and it one of his boys was like sitting on the couch and he was like no nah, I got I gotta hit you back man me and Gary chopping it up hung up Look that's, at you. So, Did you guys exchange numbers so, now that you're nah no nah, I didn't there it is El, I didn't how okay how 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 would one go about that? 
hey, let me hit you up next time here in Boston. We can go get some Chipotle. Yeah, I wouldn't have done that either. Yeah, it's Gotta very play awkward. Cool until the next time I see him. You know what's the only thing more awkward than that is then when you can tell a very famous person, like when you've been hitting it off with them mm -hmm. and they sort of don't know how to just be like, well, it was nice like hanging with you. They they want to feel like this is a relationship that could keep going. Yeah. So they give you their number. And then it's like, do, do you, you do wait? That? Yes. What do you do? Do I that? wait? Do I wait until something like interesting happens? This this actually recently happened to me this summer. Can you give names? With I don't want to say okay. her name. No, that's fine. Very famous. A list. Celebrity or excuse me, singer or actress or none of the above. Just incredible. Just put it this way: one of the more synonymous people in the world based on a relationship. And Kim I met Kardashian? this person and we hit it off. No, not a Kardashian. And it was, she, and she's like, get my number. Oh my God, we have to talk. Like, you're the best. Like, da, 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 da. And then something like happened, uh, maybe like a month later. And I was like, you know, this is all on vacation. Yeah. And I, like, so I text the person like, that's amazing that you did that, da, da, da. Crickets. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, you know what? I don't think I'm ever going to reach this per out to this person again. Right. Okay. So it's like yep. having these numbers is one thing. Cool. But never knowing what to do with that Correct. number is a whole other thing. Correct. The The immediate thing that it's a benefit of is when somebody's like, who's the most famous person in your phone? Like, you have a cool answer to that, clearly. I don't. I do. I don't. Can I ask But it's you? definitely not Who, their number anymore. Who's your anymore. most famous person? I don't, I mean, I, they're not in here anymore. Maybe probably that person. Okay, well, since and you can't then, name that person, who is it? Well, Jamie Foxx. Oh, that's tight. Yeah. Big, big sports center Snapchat guy. Yeah. I could have probably got Jamie Foxx's phone number. Jay Foxx is cool, man. I should Jamie have asked Fox for it. Jamie Foxx is cool. He's a cool guy. Like he he's cool to just like so chat chill. with? Like he's a cool dude. We, I, some circles like came yeah. across Jamie a few times back in my days in Atlanta. You know, yeah. I was doing hip hop radio and whatnot. Just the nicest guy. And like one of those guys that remembers you. I met Jamie a couple of times. Didn't see him for a couple of years. And he like remembered me. And this That's man meets awesome. everybody, right? Yeah. And not in like a creepy, like I remember you no, way. No, like no, in no. A, he was like, Elle, did you lose weight? And I had recently lost like 20 pounds. I was like, I did. He <laughs> Hell was yeah, like, Jamie. Yeah, I was like, you remember that? Hell he yeah, was like, yeah, Jamie. Man. Awesome guy. Like super nice guy. It's not that I forget, but sometimes, well, yeah, I, get, I guess I forget that like so many people watch Sports Center. Like I went to Sean McDonough's event and Chuck was like, man, I'm loving what you and Randy are doing. Y'all are so funny. Keep it up. I'm like, damn, Chuck really be watching yeah so every single time uh we have like a graphic somebody passed charles barkley i'm like charles barkley probably watching right now chuck i'm just reading the graphic you know what i'm saying if it's Love like you, somebody, if it's somebody who passed sure. charles barkley and something i'm like don't be mad at me i'm just reading the graphic you're like chuck i love you chuck does definitely watches yeah. Um, he would sometimes confuse me with Tony Collins. Though. He would text me and be like, you shouldn't have said that. I'm like, I am not on air. <laughs> so what, Chuck? Uh, He's like, by the way, Duolingo? one of the most generous superstars. Uh, truly. That man is a generous man. Truly. He is a good guy. Truly. Love Charles Barkley. Uh, Stan him. So yeah, so now that we have bragged about- yeah. um, Not a brag, because I'm super nervous about like, I don't know what to do when I'm around like these people other than to just like, because I was with, you know, our production crew. And they're like, what did you do then? I was like, what do you mean what did I do? I said, peace out and I'll see you next time. Yeah. Like, hey, I'll catch you back out east in Boston or whatever, whatever. Yeah. I'll catch you at the next event. And yeah. that's that's what, it's a it's a long play with people like that. Yeah, for yeah. sure. What is your play? You if, if It's you, not, it, it, long play is the right word. You want to open wrong, up a Wahlburgers in, in Connecticut? Like, you need like a strong Asian male lead in a okay. movie that you are directing. <laughs> <laughs> like are you i'm that one because <laughs> i or or a polish male lead okay because i i'm him 
I can be that guy. You could play Gronk in the adaptation of <laughs> ski. The <Patriots> move. <laughs> it's just ski. <laughs> All right, so um, we're gonna take the rest of the week off. We're gonna take a turkey day hiatus because okay. we're gonna be watching the foosball That's just right. like y'all uh, watching be, America's we're team. We're gonna be cheering for the Lions. Watching the Lions and Tigers and Bears, oh my. Yep. Um, and so we will see you next week. Would you like to give one thing that you are grateful for? By the way, for all the parents out there that try to do some adorable, cute little thing where for the last couple of weeks they, I don't know, I'm just throwing this out here, created a fake turkey that their children could write feathers of gratitude on and then taped to the turkey and their children keep saying things like i'm grateful for my super mario doll i'm grateful for cheese i'm grateful for my toys instead of real things to be grateful for i can relate damn i feel like i'm failing as a parent i'm like what are we grateful for kids i mean just anything that's of substance and they're just like i'm grateful for this grape that's love Unreal. What are you grateful for? And it better be good. I am, uh, well, I'm grateful to have this platform. Oh, God. <laughs> never mind. Oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> I'm just so grateful to be able to spend an hour twice a week with my friend Gary. Yeah. Who makes me so happy. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Was that where you were Well, I say? am grateful for that because I, I was at F1 uh -huh. and a lot of the ESPN brass was out there and they don't want to talk about SportsCenter. Well, of course, you know, shout out to that. They don't want to talk about the F1 digital show. What do they want to talk about? Oh my gosh. I love the L. Duncan show. When's your name going to be on the graphic? Oh, you guys are so funny. Oh, it's such a good listen. I think we give people a nice little 30, 45 minute break, except that one guy in the YouTube comments who was like, get Gary off the show. I commented back. I was like, why? What did I do? <laughs> what the hell, man? I don't want to talk to myself. Friends I do Mark that Wahlberg. enough. What yeah. the hell, man? He's Mark Wahlberg's friend. Well, listen, we are very grateful in all seriousness to everybody that's been riding with the show, Definitely. that retweeted, that follows along on social media. Do us a favor, though. Tell somebody. That'd be awesome. Tell somebody. I used to be a service worker, and I think that it's something like, if you have an unpleasant experience, you tell like six or seven people. Uh -huh. If you have a pleasant experience, you tell one or two. That feels <laughs> backwards. So if you enjoy the show and you like it, we love you. Yes. You know, subscribe, tell somebody, recommend it to someone. You guys are going to be doing lots of driving on the holidays. We're real palatable. We go great with gravy. That's you can nice. stuff us quite literally wherever yep. in your day. Better take a cold shower. I was just about to say that. God, I love you. Happy Thanksgiving, guys. <laughs>